Hello fam, hello beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Ijoma, the Ijoma podcast. You know how we do it over here. Um, if you're new here, welcome. If you're a returning listener, also welcome. I love you for rocking with me. Um, and if you're not aware, this is a space that is for Black women. In this podcast, I talk about life's journey and life's experiences as, as it relates to Black women. Um, specifically, yeah, really just Black women. Like, I personally am Nigerian, so I'm African, and I'm a Black woman who now lives in Canada. So, a lot of experiences over there, and we talk about those things on this podcast. Um, so, the last episode that I had, I introduced a new segment called Who to Follow, and this is where I basically just share either people who are experts or have, like, some sort of expertise around whatever the topic of the day is, or there are people just in my personal life or that I find on social media that I think are amazing at what they do. And they're also black women and I want to spotlight them and the work that they're doing. And today's who to follow is another friend of mine. Her name is Chinelo. So Chinelo and I went to high school together. Um, I don't remember which high school, but it's a long time ago. I mean, we went to high school together. And Chinelo is now a spoken word poet. She writes her own poetry. She does a lot of speaking um, on her social media. She has like these really sweet, really cool, like shorts, um, poetry clips, and they're usually very inspiring. And her voice is so soothing. You'll have no idea. Chinelo's voice is so, so soothing. I love it. Um, she also runs this project in Nigeria called Punctuate Like a Pro. And what she does is she goes to elementary schools, high schools, and she teaches young students about basically how to make their writing art, right? So how to use their writing as a form of art, um, but then also how to write proper quote unquote. So punctuating and understanding the concept of like language and like the, technica- the technicalities of the use and the use of language. Um, so her Instagram is underscore simply Nello. If you're someone who really likes spoken word poetry, really like um, just having people who do poetry, very artistic, I would encourage you to follow Chinelo um, and just check out her art. She's pretty amazing. If you're watching Chinelo or if you're listening to Chinelo, hey girl, what's up? Um, yeah, so that's it for who to follow. So for what we're going to be talking about today, I think it's super interesting that regardless of where black women are situated in this world, so many of our experiences are literally the same. Like everything from colorism to body image to being sexualized and literally even our hair. Like I saw this tweet from this woman, her name is Tony Tone, so not the actress Tony Tone, but this Tony Tone is a writer and an influencer. She's light skinned, lives in the UK, but she's also Nigerian. The actress Tony Tone, I said light skinned because actress Tony Tone is dark skin. Um, yeah, I don't know really how to describe them, but that's Tony Tone, writer, influencer on Instagram, Twitter. I really love her posts. Um, and she tweeted this out the other day, and I really loved it. I really resonated with it. And it's, here's what it says. A lot of black women of today are going to be raising daughters who won't go through many of the difficult hair experiences we went through, whether that's the overuse of relaxer, painful styling, or parents not knowing how to take care of our hair. We've learned so much. And under this tweet, like the comments that were under this tweet were all coming from like black women all over the world who are talking about their own painful experiences with their hair and how they're now at a place where they're working towards loving and embracing their hair. And I thought that was just amazing. Just seeing black women who, you know, are just truly getting into a place where we're like, 
we're really like it's not just superficial oh we love ourselves but like we're really working towards loving ourselves understanding ourselves and not just seeing our hair as something that is like this negative thing that we have to manage but seeing it as an extension of ourselves that we have to understand we have to learn how to take care of and have to learn what's best for our hair so I want to talk about today, I want to talk about my hair journey and sort of where I'm at right now with my natural hair. So my first memory of my hair is probably from when I was in nursery school. I started getting my hair chemically relaxed at a really young age. I don't remember how old I was, but I remember that I loved having a relaxer because we had my hair long, quote unquote long, um, because when you get a relaxer, it straightens your hair. Um, so rather than like having shrinkage and like your curls just like go up, your relaxer just like makes your hair dead and flat. <laughs> but I didn't care. I just cared about the fact that I had super long hair. And I'm not really sure why I used to get my hair chemically relaxed because most people get it to make their hair manageable. Um, so what that means is for a lot of people, a lot of people with natural hair have very thick hair. So passing a comb through or like just getting it done can be really painful, especially when you're a child. So they get your hair relaxed so it's easier for them to manage. It's easier for them to like get your hair done for you. So you're not just always in pain. But I have really soft hair. So I'm not sure if it was necessary for me to be getting my hair relaxed. Um, I feel like I should ask my mom, but I'm just not sure if she even knows the answer to why I was getting my hair relaxed. Um, but what I definitely remember from that period of my life was people would always make the distinction between my hair and my sister's hair. So people would say things like, my hair was really long and hers was short. She didn't really have short hair, but like that's the distinction they would always say. They would say things like, you know, my hair is really soft and hers is strong. Um, mine grew fast, hers didn't. Like I remember just really liking to have, I really liked having, um, fancy hairstyles in my hair you know coming to the front if you don't know what that is that's just like bangs whereas my sister she just liked simple cornrows just give her like three corners and she's good to go whereas me my hairstyles would take me like the whole day and i thought it was so interesting because so much of what i believed made me beautiful was my hair but not because i thought it was beautiful in itself but because of how other people compared it to other other people's hair and how i thought like there was beauty in that comparison because I was better. Like I remember one situation in particular during one of my auntie's weddings. So the week of her wedding, um, all the girls in her family were getting her hair done and my mom was the one doing all our hair. So I think she did my sister and my cousin's hairs first because um, their hair was shorter and it wouldn't take a long time. And so after she did mine, I just remember one of my cousins, I think both of them actually, were bawling, they were crying because their hair didn't look like mine. I remember them being very upset um, that like, you know, why couldn't their hair be long like mine? And I also remember being an asshole and like, ugh, that was so bad. I just remember making fun of them and being like, my hair's long, your hair's not. Like my hair is beautiful, yours is natural. And, you know, my hair's relaxed, yours is thick. Like I was, uh, I was not a good child sometimes, man. And I remember so many, having so many experiences like that, where I would literally make people feel awful because I thought my hair was better, you know? So with that in mind, <laughs> I had relaxed hair all through nursery school, all through primary school, and going into secondary school. So secondary school being high school, I just remember thinking that maybe I could convince my parents to let me keep my hair long. I should just try. <laughs> 
Because here's the thing, if you go to boarding school in Nigeria, you most likely have to cut your hair. Um, and, you know, it was always that excuse of, or that reasoning of, you know, it'll help you concentrate and you won't be distracted. And I think that was such a, I don't know, useless reason. Like for me specifically, I was definitely the kind of child that like wanted to change my hairstyle every other week. But I probably could have easily done my hair once a month if I needed to. Like it didn't make sense that boarding school is supposed to be um, this place that teaches you about like responsibility and independence. But then shouldn't that also include learning how to properly take care of yourself and by extension your hair? Shouldn't that include learning how to fit your hair routine and fit your hair into your daily routine? Because in the real world, you're going to have to do that anyways. And I remember reading something a few years ago that pretty much said that children being forced to cut their hair in secondary school in Nigeria, and just like secondary schools in general, boarding schools especially, um, goes back to slavery and just wanting to have people, you know, like take away that individuality and just have them be low-key numbers, have them just be, you know, the same as everyone else. Um, yeah, I feel like there should be a whole topic on that, a whole episode on that. But anywho, I hated having short hair. Like, I don't know how to stress that enough. I completely hated having short hair. So much of my identity and my sense of self had been built around my hair. And feeling like that was about to be stripped away from me was truly the scariest thing I could ever imagine at that point in time. I remember when my hair was actually cut. Um, I cried. I cried. I was in the process of going to summer school to prepare for high school. And I had been all through summer school. I had had my long hair out. It would always be flowing, you know, touching my back. <laughs> and people would always be like, oh my God, I love your hair. So every day I had like a new thing done to my hair um, and I was popping. And I remember literally the day that I cut my hair, the next day I went to school, I wore a hat. And my sister being who she is, decided to call me to her classroom and tell me to like they closed they shut their classroom door and they tried to hold me down to take off my hat because it devastated like i was literally crying like i don't even see my hair in shorts right which is funny because my hair technically could go into a ponytail it just wasn't touching my back <sighs> yeah yo i i i was literally dying during that period of my life um and then even having it then like cutting it to go to boarding school like i remember whenever i would come home for holidays from js1 up until js3 i would always put a texturizer in my hair so a texturizer is like a milder form of a relaxer i would put that in my hair just so it would stretch stretch out a little <laughs> oh my god you guys like i used to literally count down the days until when i could start getting my hair done again because for some reason we weren't allowed to make our hair in js1 to js3 but once you get into SS1, when you're not like a senior student, then you're allowed to start like growing your hair out. But still, there are rules on like how your hair could be. Um, like I remember, I would tell people in my last year of JS3, I would tell them that the next time they see me, I'll have long hair and I'll be flexing on them. Like I was ready. I was ready to come back to my true identity of having flowy hair, you know? And so fast forward to my SS1 starting, because my hair was super short, I decided that instead of making packing thread, if you know, you know, if you don't, look it up, packing thread, Nigerian girls, Google that and maybe you'll find something. 
So instead of making packing thread, I decided that I would just make one one thread that I would put into a ponytail. So one one thread is like, um, how would I explain it? So one one thread is okay, kind of like having um, single braids, but instead of braids, it's thread wrapped around your hair. So I decided I would have one one thread instead, so I could just put that in a ponytail because I didn't want to deal with the headaches of having packing thread. So imagine, literally, my anger and my disgust and my disappointments when i come back to school after literally spending i think two days getting my hair done and oh my god i was so upset so here's what happened my mom dropped us off at school me and my sister and the owner of our school at proprietress she was gushing about our hair oh my god it's beautiful oh my god it's lovely oh my god where did you get it done Oh my god, this hair, Mwah! chef kiss. That's what she was talking about. So I was feeling myself like, ah, uh, owner of a school who really doesn't like, like, she doesn't really like flashy, flashy hair. I was surprised that she was even taking this hair, you know, making it, making me feel good about it. But as soon as my mother left, as soon as my mother left, this woman stormed into our dorms and she told the staff to take out her hair. She literally had us sit down in a chair. They brought scissors. They cut off the cut off the thread. And they took out her hair. And what hurt me the most, eh, was just they're like, oh my god. You could have just told me from when my mother was here. Would be just so you know, the hair is nice, so also be making their children take out their hair because we don't accept hair like this in school. I would have been fine with that because then at least my mother will know what's going on. Maybe we'll, we'll figure out like what what we can do with our hair because my mom does my hair all the time. So maybe she could have like put it in the packing, whatever. But this woman's solution, her only solution was to just have us take out her hair. And what made it worse was when they found out that my hair underneath the thread was texturized. She was, they were like, oh no, you will have to cut it. I said, ah, please oh, unless you're mad, nobody's cutting my hair. Because first of all, I've not come to school with clipper, and I've not come to school with the intention of cutting my hair ever again in my life. So my dear, you will not be cutting my hair. If you want me to loosen this hair, then that means that for the period of time my mother said, my hair will be made. I will have my hair out. So nobody will make my hair, nobody will cut my hair. I will comb my hair every morning and I'll come to school. And you can't tell me nothing, because you produce upon yourself. So... Obviously, I was a real child, so that's what I said. I was like, okay, if you want to be mad, we'll both be mad. But as I'm losing my hair, this texturizer, I will stay with it. And I feel like I was so confused by that incident, eh? Because she decided that it wasn't decent. Like, if you know about thread, especially rubber thread, like, there's nothing more decent than rubber thread. <laughs> you cannot look more like a sensible Nigerian girl child. Oh my god, I hate girl child. But you cannot look like one, like, ah, without having thread, you know? And like, I feel like that just goes back to this whole thing about control and wanting to control children's independence and their creativity. And just also just goes back to institutions and systems wanting to control black women and how they express themselves. Like the same thing was done to black women in the States and in Canada and in the, literally all over the world. People are always trying to control how black women express themselves with their hair. But I guess for my school, I sh probably shouldn't have been surprised because this is the same school that decided that we all have to have the same brand of toiletries because um, for some reason, if we have different, it will cause jealousy. <sighs> oh 
Like, what is my business with another person and what they want to put on their body or in their mouths? Is it my business? If you want to use a, a dove on your body and I say I don't want dove, I want a doodle shoe. How does that, how, what is the jealousy there? You know what works for you? You know what, what your wallet can carry? I know what my own can carry. I know what works for my own skin. What's your problem? You know what? I think, before I digress eh? The, one of the only good things that I probably got out of having short hair was that I discovered that my hair was soft even when natural. So then that's where I started to realize that like I didn't need to be getting a relaxer, right? Because if a relaxer didn't technically make my hair soft, it just made it straight, what's the point? What's the point? So knowing that, I just somehow like randomly just decided that I wouldn't relax my hair again. Um, and I remember just telling my mom and like <laughs> all the um, the salons that I used to go to, my mom's salon, I would just tell them, I'm going to keep my hair natural. And it was a new thing for me, definitely, because I'd never had natural hair. And for a lot of people, it was also a new thing for them because they didn't understand why someone would want to have natural hair. And I remember when my hair grew out into an afro, I, y'all, I loved it. Oh my God. I used to always like pick it out and have like a cute afro. And... I just remember feeling like proud of myself because I'd never seen my hair have structure. Like I'd never experienced my hair not just like falling flat into my face and I loved it. I loved that even though my hair wasn't like quote unquote thick, because it was natural I could fake that volume and I could do literally whatever I wanted with my hair. So each time I reached like a new length, I would have people telling me, oh yeah now is it not time to relax your hair? But I'd be like, nope, it's time for us to see how big the Afro can get. <laughs> and let me tell you, people people hated it. I, literally, I had people who definitely hated the fact that I had natural hair. Like I had teachers who would tell me, and I, on one occasion they told my mom that I looked unkempt because my hair was in an Afro. Um, I had people tell me that, you know, like when you have natural hair, that's not what a young happening babe should be looking like. I should relax it now or get to and cover the natural hair. I can have natural hair under the wig. But it should not be the what is showing what people are saying. And I remember on one particular occasion, I literally had a hair a hairstylist almost relax my hair. Because she thought like you're missing out on something. So let me let me take matters into my own hand. This woman literally poured relaxer into a shampoo bottle. And if it wasn't for the fact that relaxer has a very strong smell, I probably would have realized when it was too late. And then she would have just damaged my hair. And after that incident, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I will force myself to learn how to do my own hair and I will figure it out myself. Because if this is how I have to now start walking around on being skeptical of everyone, walking on eggshells and I want to go and do my hair. Mm -mm, I can't do that stress. I'll figure out how to do myself. And I had this one friend in high school, Chiaka. Hey girl. Um, who used to do her own hair. And she would literally just like sit in front of the mirror and start cornering her hair. And I remember just going to her one day, I was like, Chica, can you teach me how to do my own hair? And so she sat me down and she taught me how to do my hair. And let me tell you, hey, <laughs> you guys, once I learned how to do my own hair, once I learned how to cornrow my hair, it was over for my haters, over for these haters. I discovered twist outs, braid outs, so many other hairstyles that I could do on my own. And I just told myself that the only people I would trust to do my hair again would be my mom, my older sister and myself. Anyone else? You're not touching my hair. And I think since then, it's been smooth sailing. So I, in SS1, I think SS1 was like 
uh, I think 2009 to 2010. So for about 10 years, um, I've been natural. And over the years, I feel like I've just come to a place of like, I'm always learning about what works best for my hair. I found so much creativity in my hair. And I've most definitely made up for those three years of having short hair. And I highly doubt that I'd ever cut my hair again. I highly doubt it. I don't think I would ever do it. And if I do, it'll be sometime in the very, 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 very far future. Because I love my hair. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't know. Back, anything about like cutting my hair takes me back to just like feeling controlled and, you know, feeling like I have no control over my body and what I do with this. So I, I don't think I'd do that again. But, um, I think how I want to end this is by saying that like, black women's hair is very beautiful. Like, facts. Mom, end of sentence. Black women's hair is beautiful. It carries so much history. It carries so much significance. And it's so versatile. Like, how can you not love having natural hair? Like, I love knowing that loving my hair means being patient with it whether it's at the awkward short stage um or when you feel like it's not growing long enough or when it takes you a whole weekend to get your braids done by yourself <laughs> loving my hair also for me means that like i'm able to encourage other black women to love their hair too it also means giving ourselves freedom to leave it out put it in protective styles color it cut it and just in general have fun with it regardless of what other people think like i remember in university I would always have bright color hair and people would tell me you know you have to tone this down when you're going through the real world and i was always like i'm sorry to disappoint you but i will not do that like currently i have blue and purple hair before this i had pink hair <laughs> i think before this i had what was it green hair i don't remember and i've probably had every color under the sun on my head while working professional jobs while working jobs that have put me in the same rooms as like government officials, CEOs, doctors, lawyers, whatever you want, you know, and they have to listen to what I say and judge me by my skills and not by the fibers on my head, whether dead or alive. Why? So all that to say, Sha, that's my dears, last last, people will talk, whether you're doing good or you're doing bad. So you might as well do the little things that bring you joy. And for me, that's having fun hair. That's having fun hair. If for you, that is um, maybe cutting it short, maybe that is wearing wigs, do what you want to do with it. It's, it's hair. It's hair. You can <laughs> have fun with it, cut it, dye it. It'll grow back. It'll grow back. And it doesn't define you. It doesn't define you. Um, but briefly going back to Tony Tone's tweets, I feel like I definitely agree with the saying that like the next generation of black women and really just like black women in general are about to be the most loved generation ever because we're all currently putting in the work to grow and learn you know and just learning about loving ourselves and because we will know better we will raise our children better and i know that our parents were doing what they could do with the knowledge they had and also just because they were living in an environment that they were accustomed to um but like they say, you're, the children will be greater than the parents, and that applies here too. So even though our parents had limited knowledge, we have more knowledge. So therefore, we will give our children more knowledge, and the cycle will only be better from here. And before I close things off, um, I also want to do our song of the episode, another segment that I introduced last 
episode. Um, and my song for this week are things songs that I <laughs> I have on repeat. If you don't know, I have a playlist on Spotify called It's a Vibe in brackets e-drama. And this is where I'll be storing all the songs of the week that I introduce in each episode. Um, for this week, I think I have two songs of the episode. And one of them is called Black Woman by Danielle Brooks. So Danielle Brooks is one of the actresses in Orange is the New Black. Um, she has an amazing voice. And this song is just about life as a black woman when society tells you certain parts of you are not good enough but still those things are being emulated by other people and how at the end of the day we're amazing as black women um the other song is a very high pump up song that i like to do when i'm getting my hair done or when i'm washing my hair is definitely wash day staple for me it's called crown by kelly Rowland, and it's just about loving your hair and like embracing your hair and really treating your hair like the crown that it is treating your hair as an extension of yourself and by loving yourself you're therefore loving your hair or by loving your hair you're therefore loving yourself um those are my song of the week and yeah i think that's we're at the end of this episode um i definitely want to close by saying that y'all are doing amazing it's okay if you're not at the place where you know you're loving and embracing your hair that's fine this natural hair thing is a journey this black hair thing is a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. It usually doesn't happen overnight. Um, so just be patient with yourself. There will definitely be times where you're frustrated by your hair, where you just want to shave off the whole thing. There'll be times when you feel less than by other people because of the kind of comments they make about our hair and just like about black women's appearance in, in general. But I just want to remind you that, again, our hair is beautiful. Black hair is beautiful. And regardless of what people say, regardless of society's um, impression and like thoughts and opinions on our hair, our hair is beautiful. And I feel like we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to future generations to, to truly just like love, love it. We owe it to ourselves. We can't say we love ourselves if there's literally a part of us that grows out of our scalps that we completely hate. Yeah, and that's what I have to say. So love your hair, your hair is beautiful. And I will see y'all in another episode. Um, as usual, follow us on Instagram. I'll be posting a, like a never have I ever challenge. So you can do it as well. <laughs> it's going to be a black hair edition type thing. Um, so go over there and follow us and yeah let us also know you can tell us in the comments dm me um your own experience with your hair i'd love to hear from you thank you for joining us and as usual ijama have a good journey have a good day and yeah peace